Ginger Rod, Ginger, Ginger Rod, Ginger. Ginger has red hair, so does Alex. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. And I'm Alex Tate. This week's episode is brought to you by Professor Pete's Penis-Shaped Breath Mints. Got a hot date coming up, but you had onions for lunch? Pop a cock in your throat. Enjoy tuna salad, but meeting up with the in-laws later? Stick a dick in your mouth. Professor Pete's penis-shaped breath mints are now 30% off at their website if you use the code FIRECROTCH. That's F-I-R-E-C-R-O-T-C-H at Professor Pete's penis-shaped breath mints.com. Professor Pete's, swallow a big one. You, you, uh, you spelled the promo code like uh, cheerleaders spell things at uh, high school basketball games. I think cheerleaders should spell fire crotch at high school basketball games. <laughs> I think our, our audience did. We were, uh, my high school is famous for having like one of the nastiest, meanest crowds at basketball games. I remember like, this. I don't know if you've talked about it on here, but you've told me about it. Wasn't there a kid that like knocked someone up or something and y'all used to like. We, yeah, the, we found out someone knocked someone up and they would chant, who's your daddy? And that kid's, <laughs> mo- that kid's mom was on the, at the, vi- and she cried. <laughs> uh, yeah no i i feel like we did talk about it maybe early on in the in the podcast's life but uh i know that about you that's that's one thing that sticks with me is that your school was awful really me i mean the superintendent would have to get involved a couple times and be like if you guys don't shut up i'll cancel this whole game <laughs> the worst my school did one time was everybody brought newspapers and when they were introducing the other team they like got their newspapers out and just turned around and read the newspapers which is oh dude that is some pretty lame <laughs> boy scout level shit dude. yeah and our our principal was pissed he was like running around screaming at people and i was like that's not a big i think we need more of that in sports you know oh absolutely as long I as think no that's... one's getting physically hurt or like mentally tortured like looking at a newspaper while the other team gets introduced is, is not that bad no no i think if anything you know, as an away team, I I think it's kind of funny. You're like, all right, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, we we're we're not at home anyway. You know, we're yeah. on your turf. Like you guys do what you're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's totally fine. Um, Jacob, I did um because I know you have a story to tell me, but I have a quick story to tell you. Please. Um, I um accomplished possibly um top ten, maybe in the top ten dumbest things I've ever done. And, oh. and let me tell you, it's that is a packed list. That's okay? what I'm saying. The fact that the, <laughs> that in the last week we've added a new one, and I somehow haven't heard about it yet. Like I was, um, or I, I just feel stupid. I don't know if it's actually in top ten of like biggest dumbest decisions I've ever made because it wasn't okay. a decision. It was a well, top yeah, ten I, dumbest you've felt. Yeah. Oh God. Um. I. Uh, <laughs> I was at a bar. Okay. And I was. Uh, Taking care of my, uh, not taking care of at all, but he, my buddy was there and he had been there since like two o'clock in the afternoon. He was a little mm-hmm. drunk and he was like, come to this bar and have a drink with me and then also drive me home. And I was like, okay, that's, I'll do that. <laughs> that's a and, good friend. I hate that. I hate showing up after someone's already partied. Oh, it, it, he was alone though. He was gotcha. just watching football. Okay. Okay. He was just by himself and he was fine. He was just a little drunk. It's, he wasn't like rowdy or anything like that. He was just like. I need you to come pick me up, but gotcha, also do gotcha, you want to gotcha. have a drink? And I was okay, like, yeah, okay. I'll have a drink. All right. I've just had to go pick up drunk people and they're like, what's up? I hate that. 
No, no. I mean, he, he was literally sitting at a table by himself. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Try to make it sound a little sadder, Alex. It was sad. No. Um, and we, whatever, <laughs> we're watching the football games. I have a drink with it. So I'm, I'm like half a beer deep at this point. And I'm telling him this story. Okay. This story is not really important, but I got animated. I got excited. And in the story, somebody like, like, Donkey Kong pounds the ground. I don't know how to describe it for people listening. A ground pound? Yeah, but you know, like a donkey, like, wham! Like, like they take both of their fists and slam it into the ground. And I mimed that. I mimed that at full speed. And full, like, strength. I can't, because I just, I thought I was just miming it. And I got excited in the story. And I punched at full speed the corner of the metal table we were sitting at. Mm. And... That is the most physical pain I have been in in <laughs> seven or eight years. I had to do a lap around the block. Um, <laughs> tears were welling up in my eyes. I had to take my sweatshirt off because I got all sweaty. It swelled up immediately. I mean, instantaneously. Like, you know, when you hurt something, you put your hand over it and then you just kind of, you go, ow, 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 ow for a couple seconds and then you look at it. So right? what Everybody part of your does. hand is hurting? Like the, the, the back part of my hand, you won't be able to see it. I don't have any good pictures of it. The back part of my hand, I hit like the back part of my hand on the corner of the table at full speed. Okay. As like as hard and as fast as I could do it. Um, accidentally, obviously. Uh, I thought it swelled up immediately. It looked like a little like half a golf ball, like on the back of my hand. Ooh. Um, I thought I broke my hand. I legitimately thought I broke my hand. I like took pictures and sent them to my dad, who's a ski patroller, which is not a medical expert by any means, but he at least has some medical knowledge. And I was like, did I break my hand? And as expected, he went, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. Yeah. I'm not sure. He's like, there's a chance. He's like, what happened? I was like, I picked a fight with the table and the table won. It's now super bruised and super purple. Um, and the swelling has gone down substantially. I have full range of motion, so I don't think I broke my hand. But, um, dude, I can't express to you how bad that hurt. I, that, you know, it, it's yeah. one of those like acute pains where I like the pit of my stomach fell out. I, it was one of those that I was like, oh, like uh, something is wrong. I thought I broke my hand. I really thought I broke my hand. It's one of those things like 10 years from now, you'll be getting an x-ray for something unrelated. Then be like, hey, did you when did you break your hand? Yeah, that's what my mom said. My mom was like, there's a lot of tiny bones in your hand. You might have broken your hand. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, You'd be like, go back and listen to the ska episode of the podcast, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, that yeah. was. That's when I broke it. <laughs> yeah, I um, I just felt really stupid. And and my my friend, you know, who was a little drunk, just no reaction out of him. Sure. He was just, you know, he was just like, you all right? Yeah, because that's your journey. That's not for yeah, him. Yeah, and too. I was having like a meltdown. <laughs> I was like walking around the bar and, and, and he's like, you'll you be all right. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Again, he's, he's just, I have done that to you as well, where I'm so drunk that it's like, nope, I'm not even involved. <laughs> it's your journey. I'm sorry, but I can't. Yeah. So uh, there you go. My hand hurts super fucking bad. Well, there you go. Yeah. You, uh, you taking like painkillers and stuff? By painkillers, if you mean um, enough ibuprofen to make a horse go numb, yeah. Great, cool. I I sleep with my hand under my pillow. Oh yeah, no, not tonight. I can't. I can't do that. I haven't done that in like two two days now, and it's, it hurts <laughs> so bad. Dude. I'm sorry, man. That sucks. Um. So, uh, what's up with you, bud? Well, the podcast is a day late this week. Um. 
for um, for myriad reasons, not a myriad, uh, which is grammatically incorrect. Is it? It is. It's just myriad. Wow. For myriad oh. reasons. It just, it's describing an amount. It's not a noun. I thought myriad was just another word for tons. So you would have to put the A in front of it for a myriad, a ton of reasons. No, so it can work as a noun or an adjective. So here's what uh, the dictionary, when I Google it, uh, their example, networks connecting a myriad of computers is the noun or the myriad lights of the city is an adjective. Ah. So I guess they're both right. Okay. All right. Okay. So, yeah, sorry about the pretentious language uh, that I came out there with. No, um, I have COVID again. So the podcast began, it will end. Um, I fully vaccinated, had a breakthrough case. Uh, someone who was at Thanksgiving with us had it, didn't know they had it, and then tested positive like two days later. So that day I went and got the at-home tests Yeah, and tested positive on two of those, which was Saturday. And I was How like, do those well, work? What do you do for an at-home test? You put the same thing. You swab your own nose, and then you just pop it into like this little thing of fluid. And you got to get it minutes. back there yourself. What? Yeah, you put it. Uh, you don't have to go that deep. Tests oh. have you tests have improved. They don't have to swab your brain anymore. Oh, okay. The last time I got a test was like month one of this thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've had a lot since then, and tests have definitely improved. I'll say that they're not comfortable, but they're much easier now. Gotcha. Um, but, you know, there's like there's two little lines. There's like the red control line. And then if you don't get a line, it's negative. So like but, a pregnancy. That's exactly what a pregnancy. Yeah, test yeah, yeah, does. exactly. Exactly. But they say Not that I know what a pregnancy test looks like, mother. They they say like the line might be really, really faint. So make sure you look under like light and stuff. My lines were so dark, just dark red positive <laughs> lines. Not even like a joke. Not like it's not even maybe I don't have it. It's like, yeah. you, like you got this it. shit, motherfucker. Yeah, so I went and I actually went and got a clinical test so that I could then have like a doctor's report because uh, my job offers 80 hours of COVID pay, which is cool. That's very nice. That's yeah. very lovely. So here's all the juicy details that I don't tell people because it makes them feel bad for me. Monday morning, I woke up. I went to take a shower. I got about halfway through the shower and was like, mm, I don't I don't feel good. And then. Yeah, there's I, that moment. There's that moment when you're sick where you're like, um, I, I, it happens to me, but I'm like, I don't want anything touching me. Yeah. Yeah. Like your skin is just very, very sensitive. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then I got out of the shower naked and dripping wet and I sat on the toilet, uh, for about 20 minutes trying not to pass out. I came so, so close to passing out. Ooh. And, and, I don't like that. Uh, no, I don't either. It's been since the last time I had COVID in March, 2020, that that's happened. So I, I came super duper close and I, I honestly like was so fatigued. I just couldn't even move. I had to sit on the toilet for like, I think 20 minutes before I had like the strength to dry myself off, walk out to the living room, call my boss and be like, hi, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I fell on the verge of death. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to the couch and I slept for like three and a half more hours. Uh, it has been an upward trend since then. You know, you can still hear that I'm congested a little bit, but for the most part, I'm feeling overall better. But this is not the only sickness I've had this month, Alex. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was sick for an entire week with a cold. 
I have been sick so much this month that my normal routine is gone. I now have a new, like, sick routine. Right. Yeah. I don't Does know. it involve tea? It involves so much tea. I don't remember <laughs> what normal life is like. In the last month, when this is all said and done, I'll have been sick for like 18 to 19 days of out of 30. And yeah. I'll have lost, I did, I was, I'll, I think I'll have lost like three full weekends that, you know, like, and I had so many plans, you know, like Thanksgiving, I got to see my parents and then I had plans Saturday night, Sunday night. Well, uh, we were going to record or no, no, no. I had other plans Monday night and, and I had to cancel all of them. So yeah, uh, I haven't seen my friends in days, weeks, months. I don't know. It, it feels like the beginning of the pandemic too, with this Omicron variant. Now I'm like, Hooray, nothing has changed. It's just a year and a half later. Fuck, man, I'm sorry. That's a that's a shit. It's okay. My sister did do a really nice thing for me. I think it was Monday night. I got a text and she was like, "Look outside your front door." And so I went and she made me like a little care package with a bunch of like bath bombs and some ice cream and things like that. And then she went around town and had people sign a card for me. Um which one very nice made me tear up a little bit too really made me feel like I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that. Like uh, you're in the hospital and John Cena comes to pay you a visit and you're like, right. so happy. That's so cool. John Cena, but uh Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's where we're at, man. I'm tired of being sick. I've been sick all of November. Um, I, I, I don't know why, but I'm ready for it to be over. I want to test negative next week and see my friends again. Yeah, and just feel normal. Just tired of feeling not, or like yeah. that something is wrong. You know, I always yeah. get frustrated with that aspect. Like I said, like I said last week, that like I'll never take breathing normal again. But it's just me being frustrated that I don't feel nothing. You know, I'm, I'm just, like, why? Yeah. Why do I like? I'm just constantly feeling shitty. As a kid, especially in college, I would get mad when I would get sick, and I'm trying to be kinder to myself about that. So when I got sick in earlier in November, I was like, Oh, you know, let's just rest and relax and be kind to ourselves. But this time I'm like fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, like, I, I kind of sensed that when you texted me that you had to go, I was like, Oh, oh, oh. yeah. And I'm like, this is three weeks now of this shit. Like I'm over it. But, um, the other thing that's a problem when I'm sick is that my brain doesn't really shut down. So like, you know, it'll be like 10 30 or whatever. And my body is exhausted and I lay down and my brain hasn't done anything all day right yeah and so it just keeps going so i haven't had like an unaided night of sleep in like three weeks i just have melatonin that i've i'm almost out <laughs> because i've just been abusing it yeah yeah it's it's like your brain hasn't done its workout for the day right so it's like you know stimulate me yeah yeah let's replay every awful thing we've ever done <laughs> while you're sick anyway yeah. i feel better today than i have all week so enough that i made the new theme song today yeah which was uh which was great i loved that um, thank you really really enjoyed that laughed pretty hard at uh at work and i played it for my coworkers, and they go we don't get it and i went fuck all of you really <laughs> Man, <laughs> i was like that's... well they were i was like it's ska themed and they were like what's ska and i was like Listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right, Alex. This is our November Patreon episode, a few days late. Uh, our patrons finally let us talk about Ska, which we've been teasing for months now. We, we, there's no we in this. There's no we. 
You, you told me you confided in me off mic that ska is the one thing that you wanted to talk about. Out of that list, out of the list of fourth wave <laughs> feminism, trans rights, and ska. You would you would you, you say that you feel that you have the authority to talk more about ska than trans rights. Yes. That obviously <laughs> I'm trying to bait you into saying something that Sean can cut out of the podcast. Like, no, uh, yeah. That you can time. take out of context. <laughs> <laughs> and if I ever run for political office, just ram it down my throat until there's a no yeah. tomorrow. Well, let's do the formal thing here, Alex. What's our word of the day? Uh, yeah. Jacob, our word phrase or concept today is ska. Uh, punk's little strange cousin. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's born of a couple different genres. I would say reggae is also one of its cousins probably. Performed primarily by 35-year-old white men in suits and fedoras. Yeah. <laughs> um when I think of ska, when I think of the ska band, when I picture mm-hmm. them, it's the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Yeah. Yeah, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones are real big fish, I think have a pretty clear like grip on what you picture when you anyway the album or the the episode artwork is going to be us our faces on the mighty mighty boss tones so yeah i um it's interesting that's probably the biggest ska song right the impression that i get is probably like the biggest ska hit of all time um i guess it depends on where you put the science of selling yourself short uh that wasn't that didn't hit pop radio though that that was a i love less than jake they are my favorite ska band um but i think i think the impression that i get is the only one that like really blew up also where does the 90s swing revival go in all this too because those were kind of went hand in hand yeah i don't even know what the fuck you're talking about um well like zoot suit riot you know like cherry pop and daddies uh horrible band name oh yeah, yeah the worst band name of all time that was all kind of around that same era when ska was big so then was the 90s swing revival yeah, I can't decide if I'm talking over your head or under it. <laughs> oh, it's way over. It's way I, but, over. But but it's such a dumb. Anyway, what were you gonna say? I Spotify came out with their Wrapped. Yes. Yeah, they did. I love it. Oh, it's it's excellent. I don't even use Spotify, but I love watching everyone else's. Yeah, and I also hate the people that complain about it. Right. You know, I'm just like, what? Well, who gives a fuck? Why don't you let these people? Um, yeah. you know, let, it's exciting. Let them harvest your data and present it in a cool way. Um, my number one played song was a UK rap artist, which was very surprising to me, but that's fine. But my number four played song, and this is just interesting that we're talking about this today. Number four played song of all year is the science of selling yourself short by less than Jake. Again, uh, great song. I fucking love that song. Yeah. I love the lyrics of that song. I feel like it speaks to me in it's a, a in a one. way, another, uh, different song that, like, never has and i know that's super conceited and it's also like very um emo in its lyrics not in its presentation but in its lyrics it's very you know everything sucks and it's all my fault yeah Um, it's just kind of about realizing that you're you're the reason you're down on your luck yeah, yeah 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 um and wow do i love that song and it was number four Nice. number four on my most played songs nice Right above, um, I can't remember what number five is. Number six was Exile by Tyler Swift. Taylor Swift, so. Oh, Tyler that's Swift. a great song, too. I, I, Taylor, Taylor Swift should make a Ska album. Yeah. I want to hear her go, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Um, so now, you know, I'll just lob some softies at you. But okay. um, does for it to be ska? Yeah, it has to be a uh, like a pop punkish beat with horns. Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of different. And first of all, I want to say that I'm not a ska expert. I am the ska expert out of the two of us. Yes. Um, but ska does not necessarily have to have horns. Um, it, really? it is primarily defined by the upstrokes on a clean electric guitar. You know, that jink, 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 jink. Gotcha. Okay. You know, you don't necessarily have to have horns with that. Uh, Why did the horns bands, come from? I don't know where the horns came from. That's why I'm saying I think it evolved from like swing music. And I think it it evolved. But, you know, there's a lot of bands that that don't really use the horns. You know, like Less Than Jake has kind of morphed into more of a pop punk band with horns. I wouldn't define most of their releases from the last 15 years as ska. There's maybe a ska song or two. But it generally is more like pop punk, which is, you know, defined by electronic, electronic, uh, like electric guitar, like chugging power chords and like harmonies and things like that. And ska is not necessarily that. Um, And then the other thing I think it's defined by is you have one singer who sings 90 percent of the songs. And then you have another one that's good. at uh, not an intense scream, but a scream of some sort. Yeah, like ad libs, you know, like a huh or a brr, or like a uh, pick it up, pick it up. No, like a, like there's the breakdown, and they'll sing the breakdown, and the breakdown's yeah. a little more intense and a little more hard into the rock scene. I wanna, I wanna. Uh, here's some actual information. Ska okay. is a music genre that originated in Jamaica in the late 1950s and was the precursor to rock steady and reggae. So it actually came before reggae, which I did not realize. It combined elements of Caribbean, Mento, and Calypso with American jazz, rhythm, and blues. Ska, here's your an answer to your question, is characterized by a walking bass line accented with rhythms on the offbeat. Okay. I don't know what any of that means because I don't know music things. Sure. But, um, but not by horns. I think most people would define it by the horns, though. Most lay people. Yeah, well, because that's when it got popular, is the third wave of ska. And Good how- God. <laughs> there's fucking three? Oh, there's, there's, yeah, there's more than three. Actually, right now we're in, I think, the fourth wave. Um, there's, oh, there's no. A, ska has, has gotten more popular uh, recently. <clears throat> At least on my Twitter, but, you know, <clears throat> third wave. I don't think so. Is like Mighty Mighty Boston's Streetlight Manifesto, who is very good, by the way. Uh, you got your Real Big Fish. You got Suicide Machines, Less Than Jake, um, Bond the Music Industry. And then by extension, you've got Jeff Rosenstock, who is a singer in that band. So that's all third wave Scott. And those, a lot of those use horns. And that's why you think horns or people our age think horns is because that's when Scott was mainstream. Okay. What? What name a ska band now? Uh, there's one I listened to. You said it was getting more popular. It is. I can't remember their name. It's coming back. It is coming back. Uh, 100 Gex actually has been 
doing some ska stuff in some of their no songs. No way, dude. He's yeah. hyper pop all the way. Now, there are ska sections of 100 Gex songs. It is a blending of genres, but there are absolutely ska influences in 100 Gex. Not with like the screeching. No, I'm not saying it's in every song. I'm just okay. saying there are songs with ska breakdowns. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. There's Stupid Horse. That's a ska song. Stupid Horse by 100 Gex? Yep. The verses are ska. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll have to be convinced of that one. Oh, No Doubt is the biggest ska band probably ever. No Doubt. Yeah, with Gwen Stefani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know they're. <laughs> they're um, probably the most popular ska band. I forgot about it. How did I not think of them? You think fucking Bananas? Is, That's uh, Gwen Stefani's solo stuff. No Doubt is before oh. that. No Doubt is... Uh, I'm just a girl. Don't I'm speak, just a, just a girl. Yeah, don't speak is like a huge ska song. Don't speak. Dun, dun, dun. Actually, that's more of a reggae song, but <laughs> that's how thin the line is, Alex. <laughs> I I just call that song like pop. I don't know. It is. I mean, it's pop. It has ska influences. Uh, let's talk about like ska experiences we've had. I have seen Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake together in concert. Great. Um, I have nothing. So you go. It's a good time. I honestly, Real Big Fish was okay. They kind of phoned it in. I, I don't really like them that much anyway. Which Did is they play Sellout? That's yeah, the only course. Real Big Fish I have, song I have. Yes, of course they played Sellout. My dad likes them more than I do. Uh, Less Than Jake put on a great show. And I know more of their pop punk stuff than I do their ska stuff, but uh, they did play the science of selling yourself short. And then they were like, we're going to go over to the Rhino afterwards. Come drink with us. And I was 19, so I couldn't go. Damn. Isn't that tragic? And they have not been back to Missoula. And that was seven years ago. <laughs> I've always thought, you know, when artists say that, that I would like to go. And then, I would, then I'm like, what, 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 what am I going to do? Yeah, everyone say, else hey. is going to. Yeah. Uh, good show. Do you know the name of the primary dance move that people do to ska? I was going to ask you, isn't, wh why is the word skanking in my head? <laughs> Is that what it's called? It is called that. It's called, uh, yeah, it's called Skanking. Skank. Um, there's a band actually called Skank and Pickle, too, who is uh, Skank and Pickle, I believe, has Mike. So Park Bob Marley, who's in firmly in the reggae world, obviously, has a song called Easy Skanking. Yeah. Okay. So Skank and Pickle. Sorry. <laughs> I got to get this out real quick. Skank and Pickle has Mike Park in it, who is an Asian guy who runs Asian Man Records who released the first two Alkaline Trio albums and a couple other, you know, that's probably his biggest band that's been on there, but um, it's a pretty popular, like Smoke and Popes have been on there. Um, pretty popular, small record label as, uh, and he runs it out of his mom's basement. So one of my favorite, I do love uh, that. Yeah. One of my favorite, the guy was like a profiling him for like a rock magazine and he walked in to interview him and Mike was filling out uh, records. Like he was, he was shipping records and he made the guy who came to interview him like package records with him nice. to get ready to ship. Yeah. So he's, he's legit. Um, Mike Park, follow him on Twitter, skanking, easy skanking, but yeah, skanking is the, uh, is the dance and I've never, laughed so hard at a concert is when Christian Grant skanked in a circle pit at less than Jake. <laughs> well, can you describe a skank? Can you, can you do your best? What, what, uh, 
I don't even know what it looks like. I just know the name of it. It's sort of like a, it's like a duck walk mixed with skipping. Like you kind of put your arms out to the side and then you kind of skip forward. <laughs> it's, it's an odd dance. What? <laughs> That's more of a stroll, I should say. There's I want <laughs> you to know that I Googled skanking dance. Yeah. <laughs> and the first thing that came up is from YouTube user Caleb McGoolson. <laughs> and it's called How to Skank, uploaded October 13th, 2007. That's beautiful. That's, that's and he's awesome. in like a um, skull mask mm. while, while, while doing it. And I'm seeing it now. And it's, it's like exaggerated running in place. I don't, yeah, I don't really know. I, I am not a skanker. I am a skank, but I'm not a skanker. Thank God you're not a skanker. Um, so I, I don't really know how to describe it other than, yeah. Wouldn't you call the, um, what's the song that goes, so here I am. So, oh, so here I am. Da, da, no, it's by like Goldsmith or something like that. It was oh, the opening oh, oh. to Tony Goldfinger. Hawk. Yes. Goldfinger is a ska band and that Goldfinger, uh, the singer and primary, um, Superman is what you're thinking. That, thank you. That's the opening to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Yeah. So the people in that band, uh, John Feldman is the singer and songwriter, and he is now like a mega producer. He's produced the last couple, uh, uh, Blink-182 albums. He did Good Charlotte's Young and the Hopeless. He did the first couple used albums. He worked with Ashley Simpson and Hilary Duff. Like He's massive now. Uh, Foxy Shazam, Panic at the Disco. So he, uh, the guy who is, sings in Goldfinger is now like an all-star music producer. Way richer than he ever was with that fucking band. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure. He still makes stuff as Goldfinger. Yeah, well, they released like uh, COVID tapes. Yeah. And that's where I first saw them like pop up again. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. They released a new album last year in December, actually, almost exactly a year ago. Old, too. Really old. Really disappointing. Um, you just forget <laughs> that everyone ages. Um, he, he, he has, uh, yeah, he's, he's altered his appearance too in, in artificial ways. Is that a, what's that mean? He's got Botox? He's got lip filler? He's got a lot going on. I think he's he's got like a perma tan. He looks like he lives outside on the beach. Oh, okay, kind of leathery. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Um, you mentioned Ashley Simpson. Do you remember when Ashley Simpson got caught lip syncing on SNL? I don't. I know it happened, oh. and I've seen clips. But I, I and I remember like the news kind of. But uh, I was too young to one care who Ashley Simpson was or two to be watching SNL. Oh, my parents would make me stay up late to tell them who the music person was. Oh, <laughs> cute. They go, who is that? So really, there's like a history now that I'm seeing, looking through this list of third wave ska bands. There's a history of drummers from ska bands leaving to go on to more successful bands. Uh, for example, Suicide Machines. Derek Grant was the drummer, and he's now the drummer for Alkaline Trio. Has been for 20 years, but... Uh, no doubt is making more money doing that. Same with the Aquabats. Oh, you know who the drummer ooh, that for the Aquabats familiar. was? No. Travis Barker. Really? Yeah, he was playing in the Aquabats when Blink-182 poached him. How does that work? 
There's got to hey, be some hot drama if that happens. Like, there's got to be make some... way more money to because Blink One Eighty Two already had one hit, right? They had Damn It, and they were getting ready. They demoed Enema of the State. Blink One Eighty Two, not a ska band, uh, so we're no. off a little here. But they demoed Enema of the State with their old drummer, and then apparently he was like an alcoholic. There's, there's, it's a little fuzzy, but they ended up kicking him out of the band. And uh, they they tried out a bunch of drummers and they landed on Travis Barker, which arguably I don't think they would be as big of a band as they are without him. No, absolutely not. I mean, he not not made the band at all, but I don't know. He like completed the band. Yes. Yeah. He's the only one that knows how to play his instrument and it just works, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, maybe the old drummer was just like, I don't believe in aliens. <laughs> He's. I think he is for all intents and purposes, a really normal dude. His name is Scott and he is yeah. just like white guy with brown hair, probably has <laughs> kids in a house kind of guy. Like he definitely is not like dude, the rest of Blink-182. That's how I feel about uh, my new favorite obsession of which I bought now all their albums. Um, Idols. Right. It's Have you looked at their drummer? Yeah, yeah, he's a nerdy guy. Dude he's, is the most normal looking dude for like a hardcore punk band I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Alex, have you listened to Streetlight Manifesto? Um, give me their hit. <sighs> they don't really have one. They don't have a hit. If no. I type it into YouTube, what's the first thing that's coming up? Honestly, don't know. Streetlight Manifesto. They're... First thing that goes comes up is the entire album called Everything Goes Numb. Okay, yeah, that's not it. They're, my favorite album of theirs is called Somewhere in the Between. So We Will Fall Together would be a great song to start with. Okay, here's and a live We Will Fall Together. They're ska punk, but they're very good at their instruments. And there's a guy singing a harmony line almost the entirety of all of their songs. I actually think you would like this album a lot. I just can't help but see people in paperboy hats and jeans that don't fit them <laughs> trying yeah. to think they're rock stars. I don't know. Like the image is I did I would like to imagine the image isn't part of it for me, but maybe it is. Maybe well, I'm now realizing it is. There's so many people in ska bands. I don't know how they make money. Yeah, already I've clicked on this video and there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people on stage. Yeah. Oh, what? it's nuts. <laughs> and they have four horns. They have a bass, a baritone sax, sorry, an alto sax, a trombone, and a trumpet. That's, yeah. They, oh, man. I actually think you'll like that album. All right. I'll give it a listen. All right. I'm looking up the last thing. We can discover if uh, the, the impression that I get was a bigger song than... The Science of Selling Yourself Short, which doesn't even have its own Wikipedia page. So I'm going to say yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the impression that I get. Well, I was see. just going to say, I we have a like work playlist that we play at work. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like 36 hours long. So there's rarely, uh, rarely do we get all the way through it. Right. It takes us about a week to get all the way through it. Sure. Which is nice. Um. But there's one ska song on that playlist. And it's a bunch of fucking like Dua Lipa and, and pop songs that you expect to be on there that plays at like a place of business. And yeah. there's one ska song and it's um, the impression that I get. 
Yeah. Well, it uh, went to number one on the U.S. Billboard Modern Rock tracks and number 23 on the Hot 100. 23 on the Hot 100? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it is, actually. Um, guess what's back this week, Alex? What? The police blotter. Yay! Police blotter. I didn't have anything else to say about ska. I, uh, no, dude, I can only talk about a genre that I've listened to one song from. Um, I, uh, I feel like I lost touch with your hometown. You know, I, I feel like I... Do you ever watch something or listen to a podcast or something with real people to the point that maybe you feel like you know them even though they don't know you at all because they're, yeah. you know... Um, yes. And then you reach out to them on Twitter and you're like, why are they acting weird? Like they don't yeah, yeah. know me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and they're like, I don't fucking know who you are. And you're like, Oh shit. I forgot. Um, that's yeah. how I feel about the police butter. And now I'm like, yeah, wait, I need to reconnect with my, my people. <laughs> well, if it helps, you have been to my hometown. Yeah. A caller reported that there appeared to be a stroller in spring Creek behind the brewery. Officers responded and advised the object was a shopping cart. It was retrieved and returned to Albertsons. Wow. How the fuck did you get a shopping cart mixed up with a stroller? That's yeah, those are pretty different. Um, and kudos. thank you again for calling nine one one for that. <laughs> I was just gonna say that it feels wrong that we send people with like full body armor on to go retrieve a cart from the creek <laughs> shopping. And I bet Albertsons was like, no, no, thank you. Yeah, I was like, what are we gonna do with this? <laughs> it's disgusting. It's all rusty and wet. Yeah. A caller reported that a mail truck was parked in front of a nearby residence, and it seemed strange due to the late hour. Officers responded and advised the vehicle appeared to be okay. Dispatch contacted the postmaster, who stated the vehicle broke down earlier in the day and would be moved the following day. God. <laughs> Jesus, shit. <laughs> I, I, How like, bored are these old people? What are they doing? If there was someone in the mail truck at like 8 p.m., I might be like, interesting. I wonder why that is. But I'm not going to call anyone about it, you know? I'm not going to call the police and say there's a mail truck not parked in front of my house, parked down the street. In front of and- a nearby residence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I need you guys to do something about it. All right. Here's a sad one, Alex. But uh, I think it is a culmination of things we've talked about. You know, it's just it's okay. where it ends. Gotcha. A caller reported that they were a victim of phone fraud. A person purporting to be a grandson needed money quickly. Caller sent a large amount of cash in two separate packages to an address in Pennsylvania. Officers responded to take a report. Uh, This is this is for I mean, we have a pretty young audience listening. Yeah. Call your grandparents, not your parents, your grandparents, and tell them to never, ever send money to anyone ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, hi, neither me or any of my siblings will ever call and ask you to send cash by mail. Yes. Like, that's insane. We're, we were taught that as children. I was taught never, like, never send cash when you can just write a check. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so many, and there's so many other methods now. Like right. uh, never, ever would I be like, can you send me a package of cash, grandpa? I will right. never say that. A caller reported that a tire got away from an employee at a repair shop 
rolled into traffic, and impacted a passing car. Officers responded. Oh, that is a shitty day for that person. For both, you know, like fuck, you know, he yeah. was, they were chasing after that tire and was like, God, fuck, no, please. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I still think it's hilarious. I think that's one of the more benign ones we've had in a long time. Oh yeah, no one got hurt. A minor amount of property damage. It's exactly. It's the perfect crime. It's hilarious. Yeah. I'm just picturing a tire like rolling out into the street and hitting someone's car. It's kind of funny. <laughs> you seen the movie Tire? Or rubber, sorry. Rubber. I've seen parts of rubber. I've not sat through it. Yeah, neither have I. Last one. A caller reported that gas has been siphoned from the caller's vehicle. The caller placed locking gas caps on the vehicle, but it appeared that gas was still being siphoned. Caller requested extra patrol. I think either you got a gas leak, which is a humongous problem. Right. Or maybe you don't remember how much gas is left in your car. There's that. Or you've pissed someone off so much that they are siphoning your gas. And have found a way to pick the locking gas cap. Right, exactly. That's, uh, yeah, that's kind of the thing. Like, I I don't don't believe that there's a stranger out there picking the same gas cap and and continually returning to the same car to siphon gas. Exactly, exactly. Like, that's just, unless it's a personal vendetta against this person. They're like, fuck you. You'll never have gas in your truck as long as I live. Right, exactly. But uh, that's all for this week, folks. There you go. That was a good round. That was some good stuff of good, really dumb things that you shouldn't call 911 for. Yeah, it felt like the old days again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So everyone's homework this week is to go listen to Less Than Jake. Go listen to Streetlight Manifesto. You don't have to listen to Real Big Fish. That's okay. Um, <laughs> and And go skanking. But also get your vaccine boosters or you will get sick like me. You yes, I just learned. I literally just learned. My mother yelled at me very aggressively yesterday because I did not know, and that's my fault for not being educated. I thought you had to wait six months. It's now open to everyone, so go get your fucking booster. Yep, I was going to, and then I had a cold, and then <laughs> right after the cold, I got COVID. So what I don't know, if someone wants to message me info about this, now that I have COVID confirmed, how long do I have to wait to get a booster again? Do I need to get a booster? I'm sure you need to get a booster. I'm sure that's not. Okay. part of it but how long you have to wait i don't know yeah okay somebody somebody tell me i don't know either but okay okay bye uh, bye ginger on ginger is brought to you by more than jacob the less than jake tribute band playing in ovando montana this weekend 